Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. I am such a child with that. Like, it's fine. Th- I'm thinking that you're like um, channeling uh, the puppy. No, what he's saying. No, no, no. It is 709. We have 53 degrees rain falling, and it's been falling kind of hard at times. Um, we have uh, a very flat roof here, and when it falls, we kind of go, is that a plane at the airport, or is that the rain? It can be see really those, loud. Those devices, I don't know what they're like, those rain sticks? Uh-huh. And you turn it over and all the beads fly. And it's, it sounds like that at the loudest possible volume. Yeah. So sometimes it even bleeds on the air. That's fun. Yeah, so if you, if you hear that. Yeah. That's what and, it and, is. And if you ever hear us go, oh, we're getting <laughs> soaked. That means our ceiling is collapsed. <laughs> Call for help. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, we're going to see uh, a sharply colder front coming in. The timing, I, hear, I heard uh, Snedeker saying this morning, somewhere around 3.30 this afternoon, hitting into the uh, Northeast PA area. So what that means is it'll start to get chillier, and then we could even see some snowflakes tonight. A bit of a dusting, nothing uh, to be concerned about, but we'll chat with him. He is back after being gone for a whole week, uh, just annoying the people working at his house. He's got a whole new, uh, I saw a living room couch like uh, what, you want a game show he had like covers on them because they haven't been unpacked yet but of course jet wanted to still sit on the plastic on the outside of the uh the sofa covering but we'll chat with he him was, about all of his adventures he was stirring the pot this morning during their four thirty news he starts off going so i come back and uh uh what's up with you john parking in mindy's spot and he's like Huh? And then he's like, every day she she always parks in that spot, and you took it. What? He, and then John Myers like, that's because I just took it. <laughs> and like, <laughs> he had pushing the issue till they're like. He even at five o'clock I was listening because I listen online, and he even said, the truth is deep down in her soul, Mindy hates me. But she won't admit it. And then he did the forecast. And I was like, what the heck was that? And then they go back and he's like, I'm just kidding. She loves me. And she goes, hate is a very strong word, Joe. <laughs> so You make me uncomfortable is probably fair. I think we all feel so that. So he comes back. He's already yeah, starting yeah. fights. 
and saying that his co-workers hate him. So it's yeah, back he, to he, normal. Yeah, he brought the whole thing up and she was like, <laughs> well, I parked in a different spot too. And John's like, that's why I did. And Joe's like, I know everybody gets very territorial about their parking spot. Even though we have parking spots here. Yeah. So it's pretty funny. I mean, honestly, it doesn't matter to me, but I think it matters to everybody else because they all seem to fall in line. Just a side note, I think people will find this entertaining and it's a real quick. Uh, when I first started working here, I said, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. I don't want to park in anyone's spot. I found the emptiest part of the parking lot and I parked in it. And I came out to find out that that's like a prank spot no one parks in because we have these radio towers and birds will poop on your car. <laughs> Purple. They will poop on your car like they have, that's their job. I had to go to a car wash. It was that bad. It's, People are like, oh, it's yeah. purple. That's why no one parks there. New, new <laughs> guy. over there. Yeah. So there was a little bit more to that. I was trying to be polite and almost, uh, how did I get my car? Are you totaled? guys really territorial about where you park at work? You know, it all just depends. The early bird gets the worm. The earliest ones here always seem to get the best spots. But it's what's good is we don't have a huge or crazy parking situation. Nah, so everything's easy. okay. Pretty easy. Speaking of vehicles, um, Consumer Reports is out with their top recommended cars for 2024. It's, um, it's pretty interesting. They actually, uh, they go out and drive vehicles. They test them out. They don't accept any free vehicles from automakers. That's the whole thing about consumer reports. Like we don't get given anything. This is why it costs money usually to, you know, get their recommendations. They're the originators. They did this. They were like early on. Now everyone and their brother can do this if they want. Well, when you go online and try to find out about things, a lot of times a company like you go, oh, best face cleaners. I'm just coming up with something. And you'll go to something that says bestfacecleaners.com and of course it's owned by the company of the product. So you really truly want an unbiased report. Consumer Reports is probably the most well-known and respected. It's weird you brought that, that one up because I, I told you that in confidence <laughs> how I bought that. It clearly wasn't the best face cleaner. In fact, oh, it was, uh, I was, trying it was to, just to, ink. It was ink. Blue ink. It sucked. <laughs> anyway, um, when it comes to cars, yeah, number cars. one car um, is uh, Subaru's Crosstrek. Oh. That comes up at the top. I never would have saw that coming. Okay. Now, let's also say they did also find at the top of the list uh, EVs. These electric vehicles. Right. Um, we, we hear a lot of doom and gloom about them. The truth is they sold more units last year than any other before. Other electrified models like PHEVs becoming more desirable in many ways than their gas-only counterparts. Uh, so looking at uh, this list, though, the Subaru Crosstrek at number one. Toyota Prius or Prius Prime comes in at number two. Subaru's Forester, number three. Really? Isn't that what you've got there? Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't put mine in that. The highest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Subarus are great. I have a Subaru okay. Outback. Uh, my daughter drives it. It's pretty old, and it's running well. Still, knock on wood. Yeah, like mine runs fine. I just have a couple big problems that drive me crazy, sure. and I wish I knew how to get them fixed. Understood. Ma- the Mazda 3 is number four. That's too confusing. Don't make three, four. I know. Sorry. Toyota Camry Hybrid is number uh, five. Okay. Number six, the Ford Maverick or the Maverick Hybrid. Then it's the Tesla Model Y. Toyota Highlander Hybrids up there. Um, BMW X5. 
and the X5 PHEV and the Toyota RAV4 Prime. Those are the top 10 recommended car picks for 2024. They do say six of the 10 vehicles on the list do start at under $30,000. The average price for new cars, um, you know, is around 48000 uh, for those who bought them last year. And uh, what do you do when you get to the bottom of the list? The worst five performing uh, vehicles that they had. Um, let's just do... G- they probably won't know about it because if you, if you close the door, doors to her, the radio stops working, they won't hear us. I don't know the Rivian. That's number 30 on the list. Yeah. There's 34. Don't know that. GMC is number 31. For brands, okay? These are worst brands, not vehicles. GMC, 31. Number 32, Jaguar. (laughs) You know how they say it on those commercials? Jaguar, Jaguar. Um, Number 33 is Land Rover, and number 34 is Jeep. Really? People who have Jeeps love Jeeps. I love my Jeep Grand Cherokee. Love it. Absolutely. I I love it. It's at the bottom of the list. Um, Other ones near the bottom of the list, VW, Maserati, Alfa Romeo, and Mercedes-Benz. A little disappointed the Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra didn't make it. I used to have one of those years ago. I think they're out of production, but still a pretty sturdy car if you ever drove one. (laughs) It's for my car (laughs) friends out there. You know what I'm talking about. Right. Professional, powerful, fun. But those are those are the yeah. uh, we talked about the worst auto brands, but we also talked about the best yeah. vehicles. You know the top you know list of recommended cars, and again, a bunch of those were um, ones that were EVs or PHEVs. I really c- couldn't tell you what. I mean, if you had to make a prediction, where are those cars going to go? Would you say they're going to be they're going to be more of them in ten years? I was old. I was a hundred percent leaning in that direction. Now it just seems like something feels like it's stumbling, and I think it's the infrastructure to make it all work I think, well. I think it will. I think it will eventually. Yeah, maybe. But I still I think it'll work. It's just one of those things where if you don't, like you said, yeah. if you don't have the infrastructure to support right. it, if more, um, you know, state vehicle. First of all, I, I think hybrid is the way to go because there's always the fear that. Um, you run out, you're in a traffic jam, there's you know a problem, and the fact that you can't get a charge and you're stranded is a, is a real issue. I've thought about this recently where like I love the hybrid concept, but let's go take it one step further. I thought of this watching Back to the Future, hear me out on this, because in the end of the movie, he's like, he takes the trash and puts it in the Mr. Fusion thing. And oh, I'm dear like, God, what I if? Barely remembering this. So it's like yeah. this idea that you can run your vehicle off of garbage in the future. Call like a, a, instead of a hybrid, have like a tri hybrid or whatever, which it could be gas, it could be electric, and maybe there's some sort of other emergency something that you could run your vehicle on in case you needed it. Mm-hmm. You could hook it up to some sort of in the cloud. I don't know what that is, <laughs> but I feel like in the future there's got to be more more options. Right, will be better for everybody. I think so too. Um, when it comes to the most top picks of any automaker, Toyota had four, followed by Subaru at two. Uh, Tesla, Ford, Mazda, BMW each had one vehicle on the list. Um, They did say, and this is a Consumer Reports Senior Director of Auto Testing, the markets are changing. There's a lot more powertrain choices today than there really have ever been. When we're looking at the top vehicles, the top picks, a lot of them turn out to be electrified choices because they just tend to do the things that people really want from a car. 
So they say like both drive. hybrids and plug-in hybrids have a traditional engine combined with EV technologies. A traditional hybrid like the Toyota Prius has electrified parts, including a small battery, to provide better fuel economy to assist uh, the engine. And then go on and talk about that. But um, So that's why there's a lot of those. Favorite small car, Mazda 3. Mid-size car, Toyota Camry Hybrid. Um, hybrid plug-in hybrid car, Toyota Prius or the Prius Prime. Luxury SUV, the BMW X5, as we said. Midsize SUV, Toyota Highlander Hybrid. And the compact SUV, the Subaru Forester. Subcompact, the Crosstrek. I think the Crosstrek's pretty cool. The problem is our family's taller people. I often think it would be too small. So subcompact. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it just it's it's enough room for almost everything, but not enough for everything, and that becomes a problem. Then yeah. you regret, I should have got the big one. I stopped at the Subaru dealership because I needed something for the other car that we have. And when I saw the Crosstrek, I talked to the one salesperson. I said, oh, this might be really great for my son. And he's like, how tall is he? And I said, oh, almost 6'2". <laughs> and he's like, uh probably be a tight fit. <laughs> so I was thinking, that's a strange question, but then again, you're a lot taller than I am, so I've, I would yeah. never be asked that question. You walk in there and go, maybe she's got a big son. <laughs> it's just, no, I mean, I think that's a common thing for them. Is It's good if yeah, you're I mean, of a certain size. Well, yeah, I was going to say, with you're my height, no one's ever going like, all right, let's uh, put you on a scale and uh, check your height before we tell you which mm-hmm. cars are right for you, Shorty. It never will be asked to me. It's like, they just look at me and go, yep, he'll fit. Uh, list of the best vehicles in their 2024 testing and also some of the worst brands. Um, if you, I'll, I'll recap that in just a moment, but we have someone checking in. David from California wants to talk about it. Good morning, David. Yeah, morning. Yeah, I'm calling you from uh, the early city of San Francisco. And uh, out here, I, I heard you talking about the variety of different fuels. And uh, out here, we also use biodiesel for yeah. our buses. Okay. And uh, if you're familiar with San Francisco, we've got, I don't know, in excess of 20,000 restaurants. And we, since we're a peninsula, we don't have room to have a landfill. So we basically take the grease out of the restaurants, yeah. uh, you know, the garbage grease, and turn it into fuel for the buses. And the buses smell like French fries when they drive by. Well, they don't, but... No, uh, I've heard yeah, they do. They, Maybe they've changed it, because I know when I was out there, the first time I drove by, they go, the best part is it smells like French fries. <laughs> Maybe they lied sure. to me, though. Anyway, I don't know. Who knows. Well, you know, there's all sorts of different types of grease, but they, they pretty well get that taken care of. But I, I, the bigger theme is don't put all your eggs in one basket. And, uh, you know, we if we were to have an energy crisis uh, again with the Saudi Arabians or something, uh, you know, we would not uh, we take uh, electricity from a hydroelectric dam. We've got plenty of solar power out here. We've uh, we don't use so much uh, uh, tidal power or or Hmm. windmills out here. There are some windmills, but they don't provided for san francisco proper but uh we we you know we're prepared and i it it really it's disturbing to me to hear these so-called conservatives locking us into uh you know the oil and gas boys and they pretend that to go to uh, an alternative energy is some kind of a commie plot 
when in fact, uh, you know, a real conservative doesn't put all their eggs in one basket. Yeah, listen, and, David, uh, I, I just want to say it's interesting. Uh, I, mean, I think I said this to you before. If there's one thing a very heavily leaning conservative audience wants to hear about, it's just how efficient and wonderful San Francisco is. They love those stories. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't want to hate San Francisco. I, I, I appreciate it. I don't know how relevant it is to what we're talking about. Yeah, but now be. I understand when he's just talking it, yeah. about a larger point. David, thanks. We appreciate it. It's very well, you early. You don't want to pay $5 a gallon, do you? you know? Oh, yes. I got money to burn, Nobody man. No, to. of course I don't. David, Nobody thanks wins. for the call. We do appreciate it. 570-883-0098. So there was a Michigan primary yesterday. Uh, taking a look at some of the uh, results from there. I'm looking at thehill.com and yeah. some analysis. Uh, they said uh, the there was uh, some opposition from Representative Dean Phillips, but that didn't really amount to much. It really was the protest vote over uh, Biden's support for Israel during its assault on Gaza. That's because uh, Detroit um, and uh, Dearborn uh, are very high populations of Arab Americans who are very critical of the president okay. and uh, his stance on what's happening there in Gaza. Um, so the uncommitted vote... Uh, by 11.30 last night, they were saying it was more than 50,000 votes. I think it's more than that now. Um, uh, somewhere around 14 or 15 percent of all ballot uh, ballots that have been cast. Uh, still, the president did get um, 80 plus percent of the vote. Uh, but still, that protest vote, people said, uh, look, when they were head to head in November of 2020, um, there was only, uh, what was it, 150,000 votes between Biden and Trump. So if if these are people who were just protesting and are still coming back to the fold in November, um, that obviously yeah. wouldn't be the concern. The current concern is, uh, will a protest vote bleed over into November and cause problems where it could uh, you know end up with a Trump win? Well, yeah, and like that could be decisive. Exit polling data would be very interesting to find out, A, are you going to vote Democrat no matter what? Mm-hmm. Or B, or is it, would you choose a third party over Biden or Trump? Right. You know, mm-hmm. or C, would you be so disgusted with Biden over this issue that you would vote for Trump? Or you just won't go out and vote at all. I would, and that's another issue, too. Well, there's that's, that, yeah. that's an important issue as well. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 
Snedeker's back. We'll talk to him in just a bit. It, it might be pouring rain where you are. It was where we are. Uh, he's out there in shorts and no poncho. Yeah. He's gonna, we'll chat with him. He's also been gone for a week, so he's probably gone like, for longer than that, Nancy. He's already hey. starting problems on the morning show over there, but yeah. we'll get into that when we chat with him. Uh, by the way, today is the day that Hunter Biden to appear for a closed-door deposition. So uh, that all has to do with that impeachment inquiry where the main pillar of the inquiry has been indicted for lying to investigators. So we'll see. This will could be pretty interesting now that it's going to happen there behind closed doors. How happy are you, depending on where you live, Wallet Hub was looking for the happiest cities in America. Location plays a hand in how bright or gloomy your days are. Um, Look, not everywhere in the U.S. experiences a uniform level of happiness. Looking at this WalletHub survey, they drew upon different things, uh, positive psychology research. Uh, They looked on things like uh, happiness from depression rate to the income growth rate to average leisure time spent per day. So it's not so much, hey, are you happy? Because right. sometimes people don't know how to self-report that. Um, but they looked at a whole bunch of different questions that they asked. Um, the one notable thing for Pennsylvania, the only one to show up in the top 100 for happiness was Pittsburgh at number 70-something. What was it? 74, I believe. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh at, oh, wait, let me, no, 79 unhappiness um philadelphia then is in the 120s or something i mean so when you look at cities you know pennsylvania doesn't you know come up there very often number one you went you lived in california fremont number one i'm trying to think where fremont is <laughs> right. but fremont uh ranks number one overall for happiest cities in the u.s overland park kansas number two san jose california that's stunning number to me. Number three. Number four, Madison, Wisconsin. Huh. Number five, Irvine, California. I'm finding a lot of California in here for all Look, the people could, who like to make fun of California. You can mock it for a bunch of reasons. It's very mock- mockable, but the weather kind of makes up for that most well, parts of the year. There's more California coming up. Okay, Honolulu, Hawaii, number six. Number seven, San Francisco, California. And that weather's weird there, number too. Number eight, Pearl City, Hawaii. Hmm. Number nine, Columbia, Maryland. Interesting. A lot of high, like bigger jobs and more well-paying jobs there as well. Have we had anything in the Northeast? Anything? Um, I'm uh, mm. Columbia, Maryland. <laughs> just said. Uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. No, that's not the Northeast, uh, but that's number yeah, 10. Number 11, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Huntington Beach, number 12, California, mm-hmm. and then Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, number 13. When I look um, again, I'm just kind of going down. Portland, Maine, number 17. There you go. There you go. That's up there. South Burlington, Vermont, uh, number 23. A bunch more Californias, 24, 25, 26. Yeah. Glendale, Anaheim, Oakland. I was surprised not to see more Floridas on the list. But when you get, you know, because I thought for sure, people, what, they retire there. Don't they have more leisure time? Whatever. No, they're not like yeah, I don't showing up in great parts either. Like if, we go, if, you, if you want to look something up and make your heart stop, put in Fremont, California. I haven't put that specific in, but put in Fremont, California on, on like realtor.com and just put in the smallest house you could find. It'll be like a million dollars. The cost of living is kind of outrageous out there. I don't know how people stay so sane, but they are generally happy. I'll give, mm-hmm. you, give you that. I mean, Lowest depression rate, Pearl City, Hawaii, Honolulu, 
Hawaii, Fremont, San Jose, and Irvine, California. Those are the lowest. Highest depression rate. Knoxville, Tennessee, Burlington, Vermont, Spokane, Washington, Huntington, West Virginia, and Lewiston, Maine. Those are all like uh, when you're looking at depression numbers. Kind of sad, isn't it? Um, but that's the rundown for you. So Pittsburgh, yeah. of all, and it's cities, okay, so it doesn't go into Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, even though they're both cities. That's they're what kept us at, off the list. They're looking at a size no, uh, threshold, and we just didn't hit that threshold for those numbers. I did want to follow up with something. When we talked, David called him from San Francisco before. He started talking about options for fuel, mentioned biodiesel, and we got this text. It's interesting, too, because, and I, I do this to myself because I joke a lot, it says, good morning. I didn't get Jason's response to David. Jason, were you mocking him, or were you pissed off that he didn't laugh at your joke about french fries and the buses and the fumes? Because I said the exhaust smells like fumes, and he said no. You said the exhaust smells like french fries. Yeah, which is a real thing. I don't know if they've changed that. If you seriously, I get where you think I'm making stupid jokes because kind of I'll do that. Usually that's why I say, here comes a dumb one because I know they're dumb. In this case, I remember when biodiesel was a thing, people were like, hey, your car might smell like french fries. Google it. I don't know. Again, they may have some sort of filter they've invented, but Google. Uh, why does my car smell like French fries? Or what? Co- why did a car smell? There's tons of stories from people about trucks. It's really wild. I think it would be delightful, but it would also make you kind of hungry. Mm-hmm. So there was neither attitude nor anything. It was just like, oh, I'm surprised you didn't hear about that, David. It's the morning news. Nancy and Jason, it's WLK News Radio. And Welcome back. back. Hey, Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Had a few days off, a little home remodeling, stuff like that. But it's good to be back on this leap year day eve. I mean, this is as big as uh, maybe Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve for some. I don't I know. Guess, big yeah, day tomorrow. If it's your birthday. Yeah, why not? I think so. Tomorrow would be March 1st. Tomorrow would be the beginning of meteorological spring, but we're going to wait until Friday for the beginning of meteorological spring. Oh, right? okay. So that's when, that's our official celebrating day. What will you do when you come back today and you already okay. start like stuff on the morning show? You already start. I heard you like were complete. You said somebody stole someone's parking spot. <laughs> he missed this. <laughs> he's like comes back and then he's. I heard you say it's funny because I listen to your show while I'm getting ready for our show. And uh, yeah. at one point you're like, the truth, folks, is that Mindy deep down in her soul really hates me. And I'm like, what? I missed that one. <laughs> I, but... I just say these things. I, know. I just say we these things. We missed you. We missed you in your uh, feather ruffling. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to do. But uh, the reason we played, well, I pull into the parking lot this morning, and John Meyer, you know, I'm doing this shift since 1999. Come on. Okay. There's a lot of things that just you, you notice, you see the people you work with. And Mindy parks in the same spot every day for the last 15 years. And I notice her car wasn't there for the first time. John Meyer's car was in her spot. And I'm like, what? I happen to be away, and now this this takeover happens. I don't know what's going on, but it was random. It was innocent. It just happened. Oh, I'm sure. She, I'm sure she noticed, though. <laughs> she's been doing that morning gig a long time too. Maybe she's just I, a real like it, things just roll off no, of her. I got this, Joe. I, I know the gossip. See, she got there first and picked a different spot, so he saw her spot open and he took it. So, <laughs> Who knows? God, knows. you know. He did say he was there before her today, so he saw the spot. It was raining. He oh, took he said he got... When did that come up? Because she made it seem like she chose a different spot, so he said, I'll be opportunistic. I'll stay the heck out of this from now on. I thought I got that. I missed out. Oh, so uh. it was raining. He didn't want to yeah. mess his hair up. 
Please. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure the exact details, but it's something like that. That's One funny. of those two, those two versions. All right. We're playing Charlie's Angels because um, February 1976 was also a leap year month. And that was a very warm month. One of the top ten warmest Februarys on record. And we are tied. Actually, we just beat it. Uh, with yesterday's data, so we are now warmer than it was back in 76. Not the warmest February on record, but we're definitely in the top, I think, six now for warmest Februaries on record, and it is a leap year day tomorrow. By the way, that was 1976. Charlie's Angels debuted later that summer and fall. I remember being 10 years old, so probably was the year or two after that once Charlie's Angels really kicked in. But how about these for having innocent feelings? So I'm 11, 12, and I remember my buddy and I would have the Charlie's Angels baseball cards. Do you remember those oh or no? Gosh, Anybody? I forgot about those. And we used, yeah, we used to go in the woods and just look at them and hide them from our parents as if it was something that was like illegal. Oh Pretty God. girls I feel in like bathing suits. Did that? We had something so, we did. I know. Which one did you like? Which was your favorite? Was I don't it always remember. Farrah I don't, Fawcett? I don't you know, there remember. was people who liked you know one or the other. It all depended, I guess, on how you you know viewed them. You want the smart one? You want the sexy one? Me I and my know. friends, we just were fans of that Bosley character. We liked him. He was. <laughs> oh yeah. You like the Bosley card, huh? Yeah, we were just so young. It was hard for We didn't know what those other feelings were for a few years. I was too young for that, but. Yeah, yeah. you don't know what these feelings are. But but, but by the way, uh, no, 11 and 12-year-old boys are not wondering uh, which, one, which one is the smart one, okay? So get that out of your idea. Yeah. Okay, smart and pretty. No, we're not thinking smart at all. All right, so here we go. Today, that's just what 11, 12-year-old boys think, I'm telling you. Hey, today, on and off showers and even some thunderstorms. But today's an interesting day. We're going to come close to 60-65 as soon as that front moves through. And it's going to move through between about 4 and 7 p.m. today. That's your best chance of getting a squally thunderstorm. Uh, That's an organized line of thunderstorms along the cold front. So that could happen 4, 5, 6 o'clock. Nothing severe we don't expect and no flood watches or warnings today. But just keep in mind these on and off showers and thunderstorms. Once that front moves through, there's going to be a quick temperature drop. So some of the places in the northeastern corner of our state, elevated areas, Poconos, Honesdale, maybe Susquehanna County, Forest City, Carbondale, places like that, you might pick up a quick dusting to an inch of snow right as that front crosses after the thunderstorms end as the temperatures drop, 7, 8, 9 o'clock tonight. And then that's it. Temperatures drop overnight back to the 20s tomorrow at this time. Not that it's going to be that wicked tomorrow. Um, we're talking about a mix of cloud, sun, breezy, 30s to near 40, maybe a flurry up north. And then Friday looks awesome. I already told uh, Johnny Lucas to get a little collective soul, the song Shine Ready. They're going to be live at Montage this Friday. I'm going to that concert. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be near 50 on Friday. It'll cloud up Friday night. And unfortunately for the parade in Pittston this Saturday, there's going to be showers around in the 40s much of the day. I think the showers will taper off later on, but it's just this weak little uh, cyclone to our south that's going to brush the area. So there still could be some hope that it's not a steady rain, but do expect showers on uh, Saturday and then back to sun on Sunday. And Sunday we could hit 60 again, 60 on Monday, 60 on Tuesday with some showers again coming back. There's really no sign of winter aside from this evening and tonight and maybe a little bit tomorrow with the flurries but that's really about it what do you think yeah well i like it joe
I'm thinking we're kicking off a parade uh, season because this weekend uh, on Saturday it's Pittston. So we're looking at that forecast uh, for the parade. Just hoping it's you yeah, know, pretty nice. It, like I said, it looked it no, it looks like some showers and uh, 40. I know so, that, but, but hey, yeah. it's not it's not also freezing. Is all I'm thinking. You know, luck of the mild, I, sorry, luck of the Irish is a hundred percent verifiable fact. So it's gonna, they'll be fine. <laughs> right. I I I'm mean, gonna fingers crossed. And now, Jason, I have to ask you this because I was already in my. Uh, uh, 20s, well into my 20s, when the song Shine by Collective Soul was a big hit. I love that band. You were in your prime teenage years. Do you remember the song? Do you love the song? That was 90s. I mean, that, was, that was mid-90s. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I was yeah. in my 20s. You were probably, I think you were probably in your 30s, Joe. Uh, it was a big hit. It was a big hit for a bit, yeah. Was, were uh, you a fr- fan? Uh, yeah, that song, absolutely. Yeah, um, but but it was weird because they were kind of hyped up as like, oh my God, they're going to be one of the next big things. And they had a few hits. And, you know, Good band, though. No question about it. They were. I'm pretty sure that was early 90s, but I'll double check. And I was still in my 20s, and I thought you were more a little bit younger. So I'm I'll double ju- check the date. I'm going to guess I usually go too late on this, but I was going to say like 96, 97, but maybe we're, let's see. 1993. Yeah, see, I was off. There you go. There you go. Split the difference. I can't believe you got that right. This blows my mind. How about that, Joe? Uh, well, he's a big fan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I'm I, a big fan. I know these things. Also, the year I got married, so I remember. Ooh, okay. Well, you can't forget that. All right, we'll talk next hour, okay? All right, see you guys. Thanks. I had no music in my house, like four records. There is a side category of cassette tapes in my mom's car, Mm -hmm. and that was one of them. That was one of them with that song, so I got to hear all those songs. It is The Morning News on WILK. We've been talking about a bunch of things, but we didn't get on this uh, local story, which I think, you know, talking about um, alcohol addiction, when you talk about this tragedy that happened, uh, Shavertown attorney Joseph Persico sentenced on Tuesday up to six years in prison uh, yep. because uh, he caused a fatal wrong way uh, crash while he was drunk. Now, he received a lot of praise. You know, at sentencing, you can hear from yeah. people and um, on both sides. And uh, he was a managing partner at a very prestigious local law firm, uh, Rosen Jenkins in Greenwald. And, uh, you know, he was, his family talked to him being a God-fearing family man. He also had leadership roles at nonprofit organizations. Uh, But, and I'm looking at the Times-Tribune report on this, uh, the judge uh, said he was an alcoholic who downplayed his disease by claiming to be a social drinker. Judge said somewhere in that almost impeccable life, Mr. Persico, there was an evil lurking. That is a disease I'm not sure you acknowledged or even knew you had. So the judge did talk about the 37 letters of support he received from different leaders, attorneys, a retired county judge. Uh, But his own adult children expressed their concerns about his drinking. And again, when you deal uh, with someone who has an alcohol addiction, it can be an incredibly um, just spiral of, you know, there's a problem, but many times they cannot see that problem. Um, And in this case, uh, it had deadly consequences, deadly consequences. Somebody else is killed. And now Persico himself was so injured in this accident. You know, he also talked about the fact that um, he is confined to a wheelchair that he, you know, but he did talk about, obviously, the guilt and the you know sadness over the loss of someone else. Uh, Police say he had consumed half a bottle of Pinnacle vodka in the car 
He had a 0.22% on a blood alcohol test. That's nearly three times the legal limit. So anybody who's ever dealt with anybody with an addiction knows that of all the things, at least in my experience, because I have somewhat experience with this, the biggest worry was always the danger to someone else, right? Sure. At some point you say, you know, it's one thing if you want to kill yourself, but the danger that you pose to other people is always the one that, you know, weighs the heaviest. So um, the judge talking about the fact that he, he thinks he's a social drinker. That's a problem. But anyway, he ended up getting uh, three to uh, up to six years in prison for that wrong way crash. He's an older guy, so that's, uh, you know, getting three time, to six yeah. years when you're 73. It's a long time. Yeah. So the you judge know. even said, who was the man that combined drinking and driving? That was you, Mr. Persico. You, the alcoholic. So he'll have uh, time, obviously, uh, behind bars to obviously think about this. So there will have to come to a sure. point in time that you would acknowledge there's an issue there. That's the craziest thing about addiction, and it's, I think, the hardest thing for non-addicts to truly understand. And this comes from just a lot of conversations I've had, which is, you say, well, just don't do it. But even in the face of all the consequences, they just do it. And they know it could go wrong, and they continue to do it. Mm-hmm. They can't stop the, themselves from what seems to be you know, obvious. Since we've said his yeah. name, I want to make sure to say the name of Paul Garrity, sure. 50-year-old toll worker from Scranton on his way home from a shift on the turnpike. He died. He was killed in that crash. Yeah. And the driver of a third car from Delaware was seriously injured. So this is um, tragic, tragic, tragic. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 